This is Corey from Ditching the Delta, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. Yeah. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, welcome to another episode of Epitome of Stupidity, your favorite allegedly metal podcast. Pod- I am Brian. Cast. Uh, wait, that's my cue. I'm Clint. That's Clint, and we are metal experts. Sure. Psych. Says my doctorate. I didn't say PhD. I said expert. Right. God, you I had him railing. Ru- I had them rooted it in there. Right, rooted it. I had them. This is going in here. Great so Dude, far. First couple seconds, killing it. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. So we have a busy show, maybe busy. Yeah, we're gonna do an interview. Ooh, with who? Or is that for later? His name's Corey. Corey. Yeah, the, the ditch, ditch in the, the Delta. Delta. Coming on the bass player. He'll be on here shortly in about thirty minutes our time, and probably about five minutes your time. And until then, <laughs> let's catch you up on the past week in the land of Clinton Brian's ears. I want to go first. I know you are because it sounds so cliche and like you know. Like, like corny or like kiss assy, but it's not at all. I I am listening to a lot of the guys we were talking about being the Ditch in the Delta. I listened to White Nails this week. I listened to Twenty Watt Tombstone this week. Yeah, I, and there was one other one. I don't remember right now, but maybe mid show I'll blurt it out. But there are all these bands that had I, have I heard of them a year ago? Hell no. But goddamn, I'm glad we found them. Right or. I don't know that we found them, but they've came up yeah, or that, whatever. <laughs> uh, they've come onto our radar. Um, what the? Uh, you want to give like your general thoughts there on the edition of Delta? Everybody's heard me wax rhapsodic about him for the past couple weeks. It's good stuff. I, I just can't. I just, and I'll never understand how music like that isn't more well known. You know, we, we were talking I about for the show. Everyone's bitching about the music scene and this and that. You're not looking deep enough. No, you're not. You're not going far. There's enough. fucking good stuff yeah. out there. A, a big clue, Huntsman. Right. They're not doing nowhere near what they should be doing. It's fucking <laughs> mind-boggling. And then you know, jerk asses are coming out saying that you know, like this fucking weirdo from Ghost. Yeah. The fucking metal scene's dead. Yeah. And there's no. It's because you're looking at the radio stations and you're relying on. You them look to, to your tell left you. and you see the dude from Five Finger Death Punch yeah. and think you suck too. No, they probably they're probably best friends. <laughs> They actually might think the people we're talking about suck. That's the problem, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, on my end of it, I've got a little surprise nugget in here that I'm going to sneak into, I like nuggets. into the middle end, we'll call it. Okay. Uh, per conversation last week per. where I was talking about how I need to revisit things that I've listened to at work and kind of dismissed because it didn't really grab me, mm-hmm. I went back and listened to Yob's new album, Our... Our Raw Heart, I believe is what it's called. Way to name that one fucking easy to pronounce. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh, I don't know who that is. It's, it's, it's not something I would expect you to get into, but I kind of get why it's on a lot of people's... Spell it real quick for other, one, other people who don't know what it Y-O-B. is. Y-O-B. Oh, so that's just how I would have. I yeah. thought there might be a U in there. Nope. It's, uh, it's on a lot of people's album of the year radar. It's uh, What is it? It's post-metal, to be sure. Um there's a lot of big drop-offs that just kind of meander and then bring you back in these fucking crushing ways. His vocals, his vocals are hit and miss, but they're you know, like I've said before, vocals aren't his vocals aren't yeah. bad enough for me to be turned off by it. Um, I will continue listening to that. I'm not going to give them post metal band of the week. I Why will, not? I will uh, just be, change it up because I'm going to note that here uh, in just a minute. Okay, I've already got that locked in. How about you do your own fucking thing? Huh? I'm trying. Yeah, My face itches. Fucking Christ! Uh, listen to a lot of Alice in Chains. I don't know why. Maybe because we're reviewing it this week. We are reviewing it. Maybe today. because it's an Alice in Chains album, and why wouldn't you listen to it? And at least uh, once. For some reason, I listen to a lot of Infero Brua. 
Uh, did I do it backwards? And Farabruo. So it's the A, then the O. Mm. And Farabruo. And I still can't get that. That was the fourth band out. that I. <laughs> was that it? Yeah, Farabruo. There it is. Uh, more on why we were both listening to them in a couple days, I suppose. Uh, for all you black metal folks. This will be out after that's out, so. No, it won't. Wait. No, no, it won't. Well, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Who's maybe. bad at math now? I got to travel. We'll see when, yeah. I, when I get to this one. And, uh,. You know what else? So yeah, check out that interview. If this is released prior, before Thursday, interview with them. There's an upcoming interview. Yeah. If this is released after Thursday, (laughs) then there won't be a show. Then go back and listen to... I know, it'd have to be. Anywho. I'm confused. I am too. It's like a back to the future timeline. Um, And then I found out through my buddy Brian that there was a new Eminem album Friday. Yeah, kamikaze. And I thought, well, fuck it. I'll turn that on for a second. I'll be goddamn not listening to the whole thing. <laughs> the The last two or three songs are are garbage, but I know we're a metal, allegedly metal podcast. I get my my personal rap fix on Eminem and really, really old cool old school stuff. That's it. it been, I think he did a good job. Anything after the first two albums? Oh yes, no. Yes, the first two, the first two, we've had this conversation right, actually we uh, have. on air, yeah. and there's that one album, like three albums ago, counting the new one that I'm good with, and this newest one is pretty all right. Yeah, that's good. He goes, he like, no one listening is probably cared, but he he just, it's all about the lyrics in this new album. I feel which there's is no, why I can't do rap. There's no it's, sound effects. You know, he's always about like shit going on in the background. The beat is almost seems like it's further in the back, and he's just. Just line after line, just yeah. fucking tearing out. And he's back to talking shit about people and stuff. It's it's funny how it's it entertaining. Takes, I love how it takes him putting out a shitty album for him to talk about, for him to make a good album. And then he has a skit where he says, you can't just keep bagging right. on people who didn't like the... Li-. Anyways, anyways, that's a nice change. Tangent it, it's, uh, yeah, it's not bad. If, uh, I don't know. If you feel like it, sure. If not, I totally understand. And then... Real quick side note, he did the sleep thing on that. Right, he never With completely. Yeah. Nobody knew it was coming. So that's where you full circle. He it did was, like sleep did. There that's, it is. That's the metal related thing for that way to tie it together. That big guy. That was almost in the same plan as professional. 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 And then post metal band of the week. I told you it was coming sooner or later. Corn is going to be ditching the Delta, and this week it was ditching the Delta because I did. Um, Which do you prefer more, the, the ditch, ditch or, or the, the Delta? Delta? I knew that's where you were fucking going with that. Um, it, it depends on. What part of the day it is. If it's early, I like the ditch. Uh-huh. If it's later in the day, I like the delta. Makes sense. No, it <laughs> no, it doesn't. Speaking of the ditch and the delta, I think we should dial some random numbers and see if we can get somebody that's in that band on the phone. Or at least to pretend that they're in the ba- that band. Sure. Sure. Ring. All right. We would like... To welcome Corey to the show. Corey from The Ditch and the Delta. Bass player for The Ditch and the Delta. And backup vocals, right? My new current crush. <laughs> yes, vocals as well. Vocals? Like, are you doing the singing parts or? Uh, I'm, I'm the, like, higher-pitched yelling. Uh, Elliot does the more lower growls and then the little singy bit on one of the last songs. On, yeah. Uh, Oh shit! Uh, it's not. I know the song you're talking about, but it's not. He he likes to pretend. No, dude, not. it's gonna drive me crazy too. I'm gonna end up shouting out the name of the song halfway through this interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I would I would like to get to the most important thing that I think I've seen about you guys here lately. Uh, I I you know we're on the Instagram and saw that you guys had a video the other day, and I pulled it up and I'm watching it, and I believe there by the end of it. You were picking your nose. <laughs> yeah, you know, had to. <clears throat> it wasn't even my finger; it was somebody else's finger. So, <laughs> so uh, he wasn't I'm picking his nose. <laughs> got to, you know, got to be funny sometimes. I guess. Sure, absolutely. Help the show a little bit of personality sometimes. I guess. Right. No harm in that. So, and this is new inf- information to me. Just you know, doing the the due diligence and looking up some stuff. You're also the general manager. Uh. I mean, Facebook wanted a name, so I just put my name there. <laughs> That's kind of what I was expecting the answer to be: is they do you, you don't have so you don't you manage yourselves basically. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't have management. We're uh, 
I mean, essentially we're a DIY band. I know we're on a uh, prosthetic record, but it's still all DIY. We, we book our own tours, shows, do our own merch, all that jazz. Interviews. Yeah, <laughs> interviews. Yeah, exactly. You're, aren't you on another record label as well? Kinda. So uh, the, the, the record originally was, well, well, our EP was, excuse me, our LP was originally put out on Battleground Records. Uh, Dave Rogers, who is this uh, <clears throat> awesome dude from Portland who does like Northwest Terrorfest and uh, Austin Terrorfest and Southwest Terrorfest. But he put out the record originally, Prosthetic Hurt, Steve Joe got a hold of us. Our guy. Everybody loves Steve. <laughs> yeah, one th- one thing led to another. So awesome. Yeah, that's uh. Well, thanks for clearing. I mean, if anything, that cleared that up for me. <laughs> yeah, was Brian was. Yeah. He was really <laughs> perplexed with that for like two days. He kept texting me about it. Oh. Dude, I don't know why it says two labels. Leave me alone about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit of a weird situation. So, <clears throat> so what's cool is this next record that's coming out that we're working on. Uh, it, it it's going to be fully fully pushed by them, and there'll be no you know, confusion of when it was put out and, and stuff like that. Right. So. You, uh, when did you say that was 2019 is, is, uh, yeah, May, 2019. Yeah. Awesome. Is, is I am a record. We don't have a release date just yet, but that's, that's what we're aiming for. And, and you, you said you got a six week tour to support it, right? Right. Exactly. So are coming are, up on that release date, we'll do, we'll do a, you know, a Midwest, east coast four weeks and then come back and do two weeks on the on the west coast you've got both of us on pins and fucking needles here tell me there's a columbus show yeah yeah yeah. columbus ohio and um we're, we got two ohio dates but yeah columbus for sure clint was just doing the arsenio hall oh my god dude there. i'm so fucking excited <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah, well, did you guys see this last time we came through no uh, no it, uh, oh, we've okay. recently in the most random and unfucking thinkable ways possible become kind of friendly with the people there at prosthetic and because of them you know i've started going through everything and i i wasn't i can't remember if i actually elaborated on this to you or not um i know i've told brian this like three fucking times it it, i wasn't three minutes into that first track on hives in decline when i realized that you know i'm gonna go ahead and add this to my cart and buy this now this is fucking awesome nice it uh it's you know, like I said, in the past couple of weeks, it, I've been constant about you guys. I seriously, really fucking love that album and the EP that uh, led up to it. That, which I'm not going to be able to come up with the name of. That's okay. Uh, what was it called? We We Rust. Yes, he doesn't even remember, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a few years. And yeah. so you guys use a lot of theory when you write. I noticed in the description it, it says the word modal, and when I hear and see that word, I instantly think deep dark secrets of music theory. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Elliot, who is a guitar player, vocals, I like to call him Smelliot. I do, he, I uh, do too. I like actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has a bachelor's degree in jazz composition from the U of U um, here in Salt Lake City. So nice that shit. dude, he's the wizard behind it all. The music initially. Well, I mean, Brian shreds as well. So, yeah, that's that's, that's why stuff's awesome. <laughs> I well, guess. <laughs> I, I mean, and I mean this in a compliment because it genuinely is. You know, I know a little bit of theory, and when you right. hear, when you hear people that are super into theory, and their music comes off super into theory, it just goes right through me. And, and you know, it I comes think you, off pretentious. Yeah, you guys, it, I didn't realize that. I mean, and, I mean, and that's that's a compliment. You guys can put you know that much knowledge into that into your music and still make it you know you're not you don't feel like you're stressed out after listening to it like when i hear you know people doing modes and scales and all kinds of crazy stuff it it, it gives me anxiety right <laughs> not at all with the ditch in the delta so that's that's right I think that's, well, yeah we, we like uh you know as much as theory is important the heart you know the way it feels is just as important as too. Right, so. sure. As, as before, Brian and I had even started talking about it. Realized that you guys had theory behind it and all that fun stuff. I I kind of considered you like thought out raw, if that's a thing. <laughs> there you go. And oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's. I I fucking dig it. I can't overstate that. It's like, uh, have you ever heard Cal Kowloon Walled City? Love Kowloon Walled City. Yeah, like- you guys are like the heavier, <laughs> thicker version of them. I love it. Yeah. That's- 
such a compliment. Yeah, those dudes are awesome. I'd love to go record with, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he's a singer, guitar player guy. He, he does some really cool stuff. He's not too far from us. So Yeah, you, <laughs> I know you guys are all there uh, in the yeah. opposite side of the fucking country of us. So, right. <laughs> so uh, real quick, let's let's talk about Corey for a second. So, um, born and raised in Salt Lake City, or I was born and raised in like uh, more middle Utah, small town Utah, like Spanish Fork, Utah. Okay, uh, we're in Columbus, super... Ohio, so we're not we're not going to be super familiar with the the outlay. Of... Yeah, just like just really small town, about an hour south of of, of Salt Lake. Okay, so I grew up small town Mormon. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, figured stuff out and here i'm in salt lake now <laughs> so where, when when so. do you get your start and you know picking up a at that point you know a guitar or a bass guitar or whatever i mean it could have been i don't know could have was it the drums what how'd you get your start in like okay this is something uh, that... what did I, I mean i think i started with the guitar first my my parents all played instruments and sang and stuff so it was just integrated oh no, so, oh, no actually i started on violin yeah, I forgot about that. There you go. There's some theory. Uh, so yeah, just ever since then, and then you know we've been playing music for. Seriously, I've been touring since like 2004. Jesus, right? Uh, yeah. You about, so, uh, how old are you? I am 37. So he's all right. Yeah, I've been touring since 2004. Yeah. I can't imagine that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a it's been a long time. I mean, you know, there was big chunks where it wasn't super active, but that that was where it. it mostly happened um i also play in a band called saborosa too so those guys no shit have been touring quite a bit lately yeah we i think we just came through columbus god not too long ago with sleep to be honest was it columbus or was it yeah no that was columbus and i purposely did not go to that show it was like a random wednesday and i thought you know what i'm gonna sit this one out and uh you know not the first time a decision like that's come back to kick me in the ass (laughs) You play, right. <laughs> you play bass, bass as well in that band? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm like the new guy, so I've only been in it for like a year. But uh, it's been a busy eight months until recently. So is is musician your day job? Uh, well, I used to. Uh, I, I own, part own, co-own, and help operate a tattoo shop. Okay. So that's that's my day job. Um, and then you know, I like try to tour and make music as much as possible on the side that but, can't, you can probably picked a, a better profession to right, say hey does, fuck you guys i'm leaving for six weeks on tour <laughs> deal with it yeah yeah like uh we we do have like an awesome like guy who's like the manager or whatever and and so he he makes sure everything is legit uh so it's easy to kind of plan you know be like hey i'm gonna be gone for this long and everybody's like cool right and that's how you do it yeah so, uh, you know, you being a, a touring musician for 14 years or so, have you, and, and all your bands and all your touring that you've done, has it only been the bass? Is that the only instrument you've ever, uh, toured and done? No, no. Uh, like I was just, uh, when I was really young, it was kind of like, uh, hardcore stuff, but more like post hardcore. And I was a vocalist. Uh, and then I moved to guitar and vocals. Um, and then since then it's been guitar, bass, or vocals. So, so then do you help bring some, some guitar writing riffage to the ditch in the Delta? Uh, I know, you, I know you said the singer is kind of the mastermind, but it, it, it's, it's pretty difficult to keep up with Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll bring a riff and it, and then he plays a riff and I'm like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you always got beer out of my nose on that one. <laughs> then I'm like, never mind. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it keeps me on my toes because I got to keep up with them, and so yeah, right. you got to come know, back to practice or... constantly. So, Jesus Christ! So yeah. that new album, you guys have already got it all written and everything. It's it's just a matter of time, kind of thing. Uh, we're about half three quarters done and in the studio with uh, Andy Patterson of Sabrosa. Um, he plays drums and is also an engineer and has recorded all of our bands for the last 20 years. Um, but oh. we hit the day with him, uh, the week before Halloween is when we start. So nice, super pumped. 
Yeah, yeah. dude. Fuck, I am too at this point. Do you do all your recording out there in Salt Lake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so far. Uh, I mean, it, like I said, Andy's our boy. We long time relationships, so that's. I don't know. I like to work with people we know forever. So. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so no touring or anything before then, then obviously, right? Not Just, really. I don't think so. I, 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 if, if some sort of offer comes up when we're done recording, you know, we might uh, we might jump on that. But right now, that's where all the focus is at is is recording. We we had an offer to tour with a Wizard Rifle, and and actually had to be like, ah, we're like right in the middle of recording when you're doing that. So crap, we can't. So yeah. I, you know, but, we're kind of ignorant to this end of things and a lot of other things. If we're being <laughs> and everything, so right? Yeah. How do those offers and shit come across? Is it just, you know, one buddy to another? Hey, you know, you want to go on tour with us? Or is it you want to come over and play? Right. (laughs) I I mean, essentially, there there, there is like sometimes a middleman who helps be like, hey, you guys and these guys would be perfect together. Um, Not only music, but like personality wise. Right. Um, So, and I mean, we're just, we're just lucky enough to even get those, those, uh, those offers. I mean, you know, it, it, you got to work really hard to get those. It, yeah, it's probably so, really hard to say like no to anything when you're a musician. You're like, you just want to do as much as possible. It's like, well, but I, but I got to write this record first, and then <laughs> then we'll see you out there. Yeah, exactly. And then and then you kind of feel bad turning them down, and right. they're like, "Fuck, I hope they like don't like just straight up write us off now." <laughs> you right, know, like. Right. <clears throat> so, um, it's kind of a side note or sidestep. So you know, reading a lot of you know, the descriptions about your band on your Facebook sludge is mentioned constantly. Is that a description you guys brought on yourself uh, or that someone gave you a new embrace or is it something that uh, you sat, you know, you set out to be a sludge band or I think this is a long way of asking, how do you categorize your band? No, it's not. I was asking it the right way. Yeah, I'm, You know, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's, <clears throat> Oh, I, I guess we listed it, you know, when uh, when we were describing ourselves, sludge, uh, just kind of that like late '90s Hydrahead, uh, really chunky, thick D two, you know, just I, I don't know, but it's not Doom, right? Because it's not like thirty minutes long and really <laughs> slow and right, you know. Uh, that, that's, diet, uh, that's why I ask, because I don't really. <clears throat> Uh, not diatonic. What's the five note chord? Can't remember anymore. Well, whatever you say <laughs> is going to be news to us. Uh, pentatonic. It's not pentatonic. You know, like what what we're playing is more the diatonic scale, where you have the the seven notes, and that's why it's yeah. uh different than Doom, I guess. Riff break. Woo. That's where we grew up was like that that early to late nineties hardcore and sludge stuff. So that's kinda I guess what we're what mimicking now. Can you you throw out a couple of band names? We always like to go over influences and you sort of led us there. So you know what what do, what do what do you got on what do you got on your uh your Spotify or your playlist going on? Um, as far as like influences of of what we play. Yeah. Uh, Influences and I mean, current. Let's cover yeah, both. Like, yeah, what, whatever. Have you had, like Eagle Twin or Iceburn? Got me. <laughs> both, both are kind of the same dudes in that band. Um, man, it's hard to it's hard to think. What, uh, so I mean, like Botch and kind of Coalesce and Converge were all big names for us growing up. Um, Canute. Um, yeah, just I'm just trying to think. Is there, uh, I really is there, like Harvey Milk. Is there um, one band? One band that you remember? I, I don't know. ISIS, Neurosis. Yeah, now we're getting uh, into realms you know. that I understand. <laughs> all, all those. So you know, just basically anything that was like 
on relapse and uh, era and on Hydra in that era or anything. I just ate it up. So we all did. So we've, we've been friends since then. So, uh, so it was kind of a, we talked about, uh, something similar with Christian from Horrors a couple of weeks ago. We're back in the day. If something was on a certain label, you just went ahead and listened to it because they were known for that. Is that kind of what you're getting at here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that straight up is how I found out bands that I had never heard before. So. Nice. All of us did that. Right. And yeah, that, that's how we found and you. And that's essentially how we found you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, yeah, that works. You find something you like and then you kind of dig a little deeper and who's around them. And, you know, that's what you got to love Spotify and things like that for kind of suggesting you in the directions you might not have looked for things you might, you might not have found. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I do it all the time still on Spotify. Yeah. You say that the, the album's scheduled for May. It's definitely coming out on prosthetic. You've already got the tour booked. Oh, uh, it's it's being routed, routed, and we start booking it like first of the year. You need to start like five six months before. We're we're working with a booking agent. Um, they're called Dropout Media. Um, so that's who's going to be booking you know most of that, and then we help with like local bands and things like that. Awesome, dude! And you say it's coming through Columbus. Is there a, is there a, yeah. is there a name, is there an album title yet that you could throw out there? No, there's nothing. Uh, I mean, for, for Columbus, I'd like to give a shout out to our homies, Weed Demon in uh, Columbus. They'll probably be playing with us if uh, they're not busy. I don't know. Uh, We've heard them. We will officially seek them out. Yeah. Yeah. Seek them out. Jordan will be pumped that I, that I brought them up. So they're a good band. Um, but yeah, we've, we've been through there a few times, uh, especially in the last year. I've probably been through Columbus like four times in the last Which year. is a double fucking bummer for me, <laughs> you know, just being, you know, a month too damn late on the train. And then, so, you know, yeah. so, and you know, sometime next spring, we will be in your guys' face with a microphone. Saying, Absolutely. Talk to me. Talk to me. Right. Yeah. 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 It'll, yeah. It'll probably be, we'll probably be hitting you guys like more like June, early oh. June. We're going. We're going the other way, looping the other way. Do you know uh, where you're? Like where you're south first. Do you know where you're coming here? Or you just know it's it's a stop. And you haven't really quite planned where yeah, the stop is. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing's been. Nothing's been. Just, no dates have been solidified. Yeah. We just know kind of like a time frame right it's just now. Just being routed. Yeah, that's that's cool. Definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, Corey, we uh we're more than fucking looking forward to it. Uh, you want to have a little fun with us here with a kind of random question that we like to end things with? <laughs> sure. It's the it's the atypical stuck on an island with one album. What, what is, is it? it? Well, <laughs> yeah, silence can be edited out. So to think about it, it's a, <laughs> well. I always follow that up with or preface it with it's. I came up with the question. Obviously, it's not an original question, but thought it'd be easy for bands to. But it's not like no one. Yeah. everyone has such a hard fucking time right. coming up. My yeah. personal one when the first time we asked it, mine was. Um, Great Southern Trinical by Pantera. That's the like the first thing that popped <laughs> yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think right now, you know, in my life, uh, you guys ever heard of Electric Magno Magnolia Company? <laughs> I've heard of, like, but I haven't done the dive with. It, it's like folk rock. Yeah, uh, but their their album Josephine. I'm I'm in love with it right now. It's so great. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't I don't listen to a lot of metal to be honest. I I like I don't know stuff like that and I don't know Neil Young and you know shit like that. So no that, shit, that's becoming more <laughs> more and more normal too. Yeah, right. people that are are that make music in a certain genre doesn't necessarily just bathe themselves. Kind of like a mechanic genre. that yeah. drives a piece of shit. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, learning more and more yeah. as we go here. That's that's awesome. Um, like, like I, I got the metal bands I like, you know, but I don't, it, it takes me a lot to, to seek out, to find other bands, <laughs> I guess now. <laughs> that's right. all, that's all we do. <laughs> yeah. I'm, we're just always on the looking for new stuff. Yeah. Always on the look for new stuff, yeah. especially with the yeah. show. You know, we want to, we always want to discover new stuff, try to give people the new stuff, you know, talk to bands like you that, you know, are, are doing the goddamn thing and, uh, wanting to, wanting to push that a little just harder. not getting enough yeah. fucking pub. Yeah. So yeah, well, thank you. We're not getting. I, I don't. A pub's probably the wrong word, but just not getting hurt enough for some fucking variation of that. So the, yeah, we're we're hoping that second record kind of kind of gives us that little a little push that that we want puts us on that next level level there. 
so we'll, we'll see. Awesome, man. We are fucking looking forward to it and looking forward to seeing you. So, Hell yeah. I got to know about oh, the name. got to know about the name. Do you know about the name? The Ditch in the Delta? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a literary reference. Is it Stephen King? Um, no. There's no, a book of his. Um, I think it's an elder. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, no, it's it's a literary reference. And uh, just because you're asking me, I'm skipping the name of the author, but he also wrote uh, The Tropic of Cancer, The Tropic of Capricorn. Uh, what's his name? So yeah. is, is it just <clears throat> was it just a passage in there? Was it a book or a chapter? Or? Uh, it's just kind of an, a, a line that he uses, and it's, it's more of a, like... Uh, Henry Miller? Yeah, Henry Miller. There we go. And it's more of just like a, you know, you need one without the other. I don't know. It's, I don't know. You kind of got to read the part to, to, <laughs> to get it. <laughs> to really okay. Get well, it. But, uh, so, yeah, it's something that's that's written down. It's, it's in literature. So I want to Google it and find out, right. you know, kind of where it came from and, and all that good stuff. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to completely cut Brian off, but no, I knew I wanted was, to ask you about that. Yeah, that's something we definitely want to ask. So thank you so much for your time. Obviously, we're going to be, you know, playing your guys' music on this episode. So thank you for that. And all the guys in the band at the Ditch and the Delta for letting us use that. Thanks to Prosthetic. And uh, thank you for your time, Corey, on a Saturday, which I'm sure you have better things to do than me talking to us. And uh, obviously, we've said it 17 times. He's coming through, the, through Columbus, so we're going to be talking to them again next spring or summer. So thanks again, Corey, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yes, sir. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. So thanks to him. That's always fun. You know, you never really get a chance to talk to the bassist, you know, for whatever are reason. Are you turning that's this fun. into a joke? Or you... How's that a joke? No, you don't get to. That's why I asked if you're turning this into a joke. No. Okay. All right. Am I laughing showing you my nipples? Not yet. That's how you know. Is that later? So thanks to him, and I don't think we said it at the beginning of the episode, but that was the ditch in the Delta. That was, that was <laughs> Corey from the Delta. I no, sure I no that. the music, intro music. Oh. oh. Might not have said that. We might not. So have. that was that. But you'll hear it again at the end. Yes. So, in news. In news. Dio. 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 Ronnie Dio's back from the dead. Deicide. Deicide. Clint's got a t- I don't listen to them. Don't know much about him. He put this story in there. I the, And the guy, this is what sort of prompted the the statement earlier about people not looking any deep farther enough. Look, what they're just. Yeah, looking not, not as it being condescending or a negative thing, but looking down. At people that are trying to come up, right? The, when uh, the the Glenn from Deicide is saying that he thinks that lately the music scene has been kind of dried up. There hasn't been too many records that have been put out recently that hype things up that people are excited about. Time out, dried up, and the sea that has never been more full in its life. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, with the music business now, it's kind of hard. This is this is what kind of piqued my interest here. With the music business now, it's kind of hard to write inspired music when you know it's going to be given away. It's kind of hard to invest that time and effort into something that's going to be given away. I don't want to say not everybody, but there's a lot of hands on that law. There's a lot of bands that lost their energy because of that whole thing. I don't know if he's talking specifically about if he's just so out of touch that he still thinks like Pirate Bay's running everything, (laughs) or if he's just kind of on board with what Mastodon was saying a couple months ago where they're just not getting paid enough on streaming yeah, just stuff. just a whiny bitch. Or if that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know... He's wrong. Deicide isn't... <laughs> death metal itself isn't typically either one of our speeds. I don't really go farther than the... No. The more popular, I guess, you know, air quotes there, versions of death metal with uh, obituary and cannibal corpse and all that fun stuff. But I'm aware of, and I used to listen to the Deicide, and I don't know how you say that so easily. First of all, I don't, he's not who I would go to if I was looking for quote unquote inspired music. I mean, it's, it's, it's death metal. There's not a lot of <laughs> shit going on there. You just do it fast, you do it mean, and in his version, you do it hating Christians as much as you possibly can. Yeah. He's, and, I, I think he's, he's playing the, um, I got to get my name back in there. I'm going to say some dumb shit. Shit. Yeah? Yeah. Because, obviously, there's nothing dried up about the scene at all. I mean, it is more Not even the death diluted scene. Than, than ever, right? Everyone and their mom is a recording artist. Right. And uh, if you look for 10 minutes, I guarantee you, you will find a new band that 
you like. Uh, again, you just got to look. You can't just turn tune in, tune in your radio right. and hope well, it fucking like you could do that with death metal any fucking. Radio. Yeah. Even with that fucking genre, where again, I don't think that there's there are variations and you know things that set bands apart. And then there's things like Death Haven, where they're doing all kinds of fucking weird ass shit, and it's still somehow kind of slammed into that genre. There's there's good old obituary and Six Feet Under kind of took it into a group. There's shit out there, man. There's especially because of Spotify and all these things that you're pissed about not getting paid more for. Which yeah. you know, on one hand, I get sure, but if but, you start to be a musician to make money, you're, you're doing it the wrong. You're way. You're probably doing it the wrong <laughs> yeah. way. You mentioned that uh, when we were sitting there shooting the shit before we pushed record, yeah. where it, your first reaction was that is to that was that if that's what you think about it, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I spend hours a week making music. I never spend, intending on ever getting paid a single dime. I never even intend on getting a free beer at a bar for my music. Doesn't take away anything for it for me. I, I spend hours of week thinking, man, I should be playing my bass. Brian's gonna be pissed at <laughs> me. Brian's probably playing his guitar and and I am not. I mean, yeah, literally hours recording and writing and doing whatever. And I mean, I've said it before, I could write an entire album in a week so i don't know what what he's talking about that he needs to spend so much time and effort but you know i i know you don't particularly care for the genre and nope. again it's not my biggest thing I, I there are bands in there that i enjoy but if you're if you're in movies and stuff you, apparently you can just go fucking pick a seat on the stage <laughs> with Metallica. Grab a flight go stand behind lars <laughs> check it out which is probably the worst place to be honestly behind lars Ugh. yeah he's nasty wouldn't it be weird to stand behind james i'd stand in front of lars <laughs> what we're talking so apparently uh bradley cooper obese oh, b b coop as it, he likes to be called b coop what the fuck is that real i have no fucking uh, idea i hope so uh he, he's in a in a movie a star is born that uh was he co-wrote and directed and it's a, an, inspired by a metallica concert that he like we said picked his seat behind lars and watched the show Apparently he's buddies with him. He flies out to shows when he has days off because, you know, he's he can do that. He lives a different life than we do. Not a better one, just a different one. Uh I I you know, I have the beholder and all that stuff. Basically the music or movie about being a rock star or trying to be a rock star, I guess. Right. Inspired him and, uh, by standing there seeing what Metallica looks at on an everyday which, other day basis, basically. Is, you know, I've never really thought of that before, but Man, just the sea of fucking humanity that would be at anything like that. And you just, you don't really, at that point, you don't see people. You just see, like, dollar bills. Every one of them. <laughs> just have, like, a $150 dollar sign above them. They right. paid to be right They're there. They're like a video game thing. Yeah. It, uh, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't really all that interested in seeing this movie before. I'd never fucking heard of it. And then you find out that he's wrote it because of the Metallica experience and him and Metallica being buddies and Lady Gaga's in it and... You know what? Fine. She's got a kind arse. I, uh... Sorry, honey. You got a kind arse, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, was, I wasn't interested before, but I will check that out now. Um, yeah, when, I mean, it's, a, it's kind of a random story, but, you know, it's a little sort of off subject. But when any kind of movie comes out s s inspired by an experience you had at a Metallica concert. At a concert. fucking Metallica cool. show, sure. Yeah, why wouldn't kinda you want it? It's kind of interesting. Interesting. It's the kind of... Interaggressive. It's kind of interesting. It's something, for sure. So speaking of touring and rock star... And the weekly Mastodon update. There's going to be less of being a touring rock star for a group called Mastodon. The Mastodon. And why are they canceling? We do not know. No one will ever know. They, ever. Uh, them, Dinosaur Jr., and the Netherlands... Or is it just the Netherlands? Or I don't know. Whatever. They were scheduled to do a, a tour that, when I started looking through the dates, I thought for sure Columbus was going to be on the list. But no. Which I guess it doesn't matter. Who's headlining? Macedon? Yeah, it? of oh, course just, Macedon is. I mean, I'm, I, don't, I couldn't even pretend to know what Dinosaur Jr. sounds like. But I know they are not sounding better than Macedon. No, no, no. <laughs> I've heard of them a billion times. Never press. Play I saw them open for Primus. And so they're a lifetime opening band. I, I more or less because they're like a '90s grunge leftover thing. They're grunge ish. Cool. That's fine. Not really. You don't like grunge anymore. I don't particularly care for them. Is what I'm saying. Oh. 
even after seeing them live. I think Dinosaur Jr. is going to carry on, aren't they? Are they? I think I, I did not they see were that. Gonna, I don't know. I don't. I I read something. Either way, we're not trusting my brain on any of this. No, shit we're not. Fucking ever. Either way, you know, hope everything's all right with the Mastodon camp and so on and so forth. Sucks for those guys because I'm sure that they were looking forward to that, especially that Netherlands band. They were looking forward to getting the exposure. Bad shit follows that band, man. Uh, Personal stuff. I, you know, hoping for the best for them and uh, so on and so forth. In reviews, Allison Chains. Rainier Fog. Rainier Fog. Which is it Rainier? It's is it Rainier. Rainier? It's Rainier. It makes no sense. I don't particularly like the, uh, <laughs> uh, it's like they might as well have just named it Seattle. Yeah. I, think I guess that's what, what they're it's, going yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. But I don't particularly care for the title. The album, however. Well, was, I'll let you go first. Was there last one the Devil Put Dinosaurs here? Yes. And that was like that was like three years. How long was that? Mm, yeah, it was like three. Three years ago. And so you know, Black gives away to blue gives away to blue as their first with post lane. Am I right? Yeah. Which was released and I hold on, I'm gonna say two thousand twelve or thirteen. Two thousand nine. Wow, I was way off. I was just gonna trying to go by what house I lived in when I was listening to it. So if you want me to go to first, I don't I don't really understand why because we both know that I always go long with this. Good, I'm going short. I even have a prepared statement. Wait a minute. Shout That's out the horse. a horse song. <laughs> it seems to me that they keep with the essential Alice in Chains sound, which is obviously a good thing, but they've also kind of created some kind of subgenre or new genre of like grunge stoner doom. Where Jerry's doom uh, wrong just because Go it's ahead. in there, you know what I mean. I do, but that that's not a. It's the slow dirty fucking thing that they do because nothing really changes. There's not a lot of tempo variation here. It's all like one ten to ninety to one ten BPM. When things pick up even the slightest, it's a it's fucking doesn't last long. Noticeable. <laughs> uh, it, it, but at the same time, it works. It's. It's Alice in Chains. It's new Alice in Chains. I'm going to say it's better than the last one because they're not uh, they're not still figuring it out. This band is who this band is now. And it's, make no mistake, it's always been Jerry's band. And now it's even more so. You know, William Duvall is on as the singer now, but that's, that's really only... Clint wants to throw air quotes around that's singer. It's only in air quotes. Jerry's doing 90% of the fucking singing. Uh, speaking of singers, I love that, you know, on notably songs like Deaf Ears, Blind Eyes, and Never Fade, there's a real feel of old Alice in Chains in the verses where it sounds like they're kind of aiming for that lane sound. How old? Dirt-ish, yeah. Uh, I kind of got the, uh, the Angry Chair vibe from Never Fade, the verse there, it, which it, I don't mean to compare them directly, I'm saying this is a good thing. It If this would have been what they came out of the gate with, with Duvall, it'd have been a bad thing. A couple albums later, it feels like that. I'm good with it. And it's pulled off well. Uh, I There's some stuff on here like Fly, where I think it's probably an old Jerry Cantrell solo album song that's just kind of <laughs> sat around for a while. Which Did you see the article? He said he was completely fucked up when he I made did, his solo I thing. did. I left that off purposely because that kind of resonates with me. I like that album a lot, and I get what he's saying there it uh he's I, a uh, i just remember i cut you in i don't know how i ever listened be, to that, that wasn't even on that album oh <laughs> good job so you had two albums yes okay anyway. boggy depot and degradation trip okay uh let's see here standouts for me were not the one you know never fade and maybe not the one you know was the first one that dropped and you know how i am about these Is things that song number one yes I haven't listened to anything that they released until I got the full fucking album since then. So these other songs that I'm mentioning might have been fucking released already. Never Fade is the one that's got a real old school Alice in Chains vibe, but it's still got that drug out thing that they're doing now where all these verses and choruses are so fucking long and it's a miracle if these songs are under five minutes. There's two songs that make it under five minutes and they come in at like 440 and 444. <laughs> All, and it's it's just hard for them to get in and out of a song, it seems like. Everything's so drug out. All their words last 30 seconds. <laughs> it, apparently, it was Lane that kind of chopped things up. It, it would be... I would love to get something as quick and to the point as a uh, Them Bones or Wood 
something that just and gets bones. in and gets out and is there and then it's gone. It and would. It, it would make uh, we're talking about that all of these fucking things stand out even more. For me, the song of the album is maybe, at least for right now. I love the the vocal lead in and the thing acapella that, thing you said. The, it's I, which I don't even know if it is acapella. It might just be Jerry. Like four different times. Right, yeah. I got this, William. Stand back. Keep, continue to set this one out. <laughs> it uh, it does a lot of fun things. There's a drop out. The way they drop out so that the verses can come back in with just the vocals is really fucking cool. Uh, it, it's it was a song that when I first heard it, it kind of struck me weird. And then when I, you know, the more I hear it, the more it stands out. It's a really fucking cool song. It's got a lot of diversity in it. It's Jerry at his best, maybe, probably. Uh, the one you know is kind of Jerry at his best with the, because it's got a harder edge to it. I enjoy the the new way that they're going about things, and I love seeing them flesh it out. But again, I'd love to see things just get pulled back a little. Just get in and then get, some of these verses don't I, need, I'm thinking the other way, pushed up a little, as far as tempo yeah sure that's what i mean if you speed all of it up then not, not even right not even all of it though you know half of it would be good. so that you can get in and get out faster uh far bit for me to criticize anything jerry cantrell does because he is the fucking man i've got both the solo albums i love both the solo albums i love all the old allison change stuff but at the same time i'm going to criticize jerry cantrell and say that you know just bring it down just a little yeah. get in and get out of these songs just a little bit quicker I'd say this might be, this is every bit as good as Black is White to Blue for me. It might be the best of the new lineup. I think if they were a little more diligent or had somebody who had the, the balls to tell them, hey, let's, let's cut this a little bit shorter, I think it could have been an album that compares with anything in their catalog. They're meaning from start to finish? From start AIC? to finish, yes. Okay. There's, there's a lot of really fucking good stuff in here, man. But because it does... You you feel like you're every song's over five minutes except for two, and you end up feeling like you're you it just drags on at times. Because of that I'm gonna put it under four. I'm gonna give it three point eight shit on a scale of one to five. Five being the shit, the shit. Well, thank you for that, Clint. I am. Are you ready for me? Also out of breath. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is not how I planned on a lot of these reviews going. I feel like this album had two songs on it the first song and then the rest of the album uh first song being amazing they chose the intro song perfect i always get worried when the lead single is a great and b the first fucking track and, and it's it was so good if you if you're really listening to my memory is terrible that when it came on i knew that that was the single that i don't heard it once or twice before that don't don't like yes right perfect then then after that song was over you put me to sleep the rest of the fucking album. It's, it was it was all that same tempo, man. Right. It it sounds like one I don't know how I don't know how long the album is. One forty minute song after a killer intro song. Killer. That that simple just fucking and it even has that old dirt kind of guitar tone to it. Like I you it know, like sure an alarm clock. Have that tempo, <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'm just saying just that it's just it's just dirty. W w pun not intended. Um love that first song. Don't care for any of the rest of the it's album. It's like everything else, it, it, including a lot of Devil Put Dinosaurs here. It, a lot of these things are all like somewhere in the Rooster Angry Chair tempo. There's just not a lot of. It's all it's all slow stuff. It, and I was telling Clint before this. It's all using the same whiny cat singing voice, which we've all come to know and love. But I mean, after 17 albums, I'm still I'm just kind of looking for something a little different. You know. I don't. I just. I don't like it. I won't. I loved Black Gives Way to Blue. Loved that album. Listened to that probably twenty times. Own it. Owned it. I don't know where it is anymore, but I owned it. Um, didn't really care much for the Devil Put Dinosaur here. Uh, probably listened to it maybe under three times. You know, every time <laughs> I go back to that album, it probably gets better, doesn't it? I listen to it and think, why don't I listen to yeah. this more often? And that that that'll probably be the case, but. I have my go-tos, the three-legged dog, black gives away to blue. If I'm going, you know, if I'm going iteration, you know, the old, the lane iteration. Did you just that, say I, I, iteration, iteration, iteration? I thought you were saying interracial. No, iteration, <laughs> iteration. So I didn't like, uh, give me that first song all day, every day. I'll cut my review short. I'm going to give it, uh, you know, two and a half. Just right down the middle. It is still Alice in Chains. 
it's still the same sound that I fell in love with when I was in the nineties, you know, listening to grunge and all that stuff. But I, don't, I just think my tastes have, have moved on. I, I don't think it's, I think it's kind of like a seven S thing where it's not so much that your tastes have moved on so much as they're doing something different now, but they're not. I don't, with I don't that, think they I are do. Doing. I do with well, that whole kind of doomy thing. They, well, they took where everything's drug out that, yeah, they took one aspect that was always there, I think. And then now it's just always there. You know what I mean? There, you know what I'm saying? There was one aspect back that's always been there. They took that piece out. And made it an it's not that they album, took that piece out. It's that the piece that countered that died. Well, yeah, well, yeah that same way. Too, same way of saying the same same thing. It, Lane was apparently the uh, somehow the up the metalhead beat person <laughs> of this. And so, uh, yeah, I, I I really enjoy it, but I do get your end of it there, where it's it, it does have a monotone feel. Where it, over five minutes later, you're still listening to the same song, and it would have been a great song if it was four and a half. The the vocals are are over my head, worn off the, you know the very like the American Idol y stuff that every word is drug out to five notes and five seconds long. This, which, I'm telling you, dude, they're doing like a doom thing. So, and I'll give it two and a half. And you know if and, and I if we were reviewing the Black Gives Way to the Blue, I'd give that album a four and a half. Yeah. So just for a comparison, uh, I, when you review fan. these things, uh, like specifically this, is it just I listened to it a couple times and it just didn't grab me enough. Or do you actually sit down and go through each fucking song? I actually I, sit down and drag myself through each damn song, taking notes. I've got a fucking an, an idiotic amount of notes. And I was telling you before we sat down to record that if I thought anybody gave a shit, I would actually like publish a full damn review and it would be three pages worth of reading. I I did that at first when we started doing these, and it just like Clint loves to say, I just thought too much about it. I don't. I, I am I'm attached to my music in, in feeling and mood, but not so much that I got I want to sit here and think, do I like this or not? It's not that I want to sit around and think whether or not I like it or not. It's that I like to think about what's going on in the song. Well, I and did, sometimes I do that and find out that I like the song more than I originally thought. Maybe I Perfect Circle ruined that whole process for me. <laughs> I did that without <laughs> Might have been album. the wrong one to do it with. <laughs> yeah. So that's it, guys. Uh, two and a half for me. Couldn't give it a three point eight. You know, if you like Alice in Chains, you have to listen to it. It's not it's, even an option. It's going to stay in my rotation. Uh, yeah, out out of my rotation. I might listen to a time time here and there, and it'll probably be at Clint's house when he's got it on randomly. But uh, that's all we have for you. Again, uh, thank, thanks to Corey. We're on social pages. Uh, we're on iPod pages. We're on iPod pages. Yeah, there I, are iPod. We're pages? on iMusic pages. We're on. You want me to do this part? <laughs> all right, we're part. on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And uh, that is over an hour. We're over an hour. Nah, you got it. And uh, we've got an email. It's eostupidity at gmail.com. Continue to not email us there. Good job. Uh, find us everywhere. But, uh, you know, there's, there's wherever you're here in the now. And we're on all the other things. That was Jason Dota. You can hear him right now. Listen. That's good. That's good. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.